you is, are you ready to accept the call of a mentor? So one thing, yeah. um, you know, I, a lot of couples um, can't get past is infidelity. Mm -hmm. um, what is the best advice you can give a couple when it's when taking place in the marriage? Okay. The uh, the best advice we could get was kind of going back to what we said earlier to to stick and stay because I if if there's forgiveness and it's something that can be worked out. God can God doesn't say I can heal you just of bodily uh, illnesses. God can heal a marriage. God can heal whatever is is there. And infidelity. It's just another thing that God can heal. Now, if there's forgiveness, of course, things have to be worked out. There has to be transparency. There has to, there has to be renewed. Right. There has to be trust. Yes, you have to, to do these things that you in order to get to where you want to be. But the thing is, are you going to stick to it until you get there? It takes about three years even to get out of what, what started all of this. So if you stick in it, time you know time will pass and you're still doing the work and you're praying and you're you're you know i know um uh pastor mcfarland said earlier with somebody's not saved but still if there's something that and i and I, and we work in a faith-based part to where even if a couple comes to us and that are not saved we still interject god in there because that's all we that's, know that's what we that's know that's all we know that's going to be yeah. able to hear yeah. and they yeah. usually receive that but um infidelity can get passed if you don't if if both people are willing to stick and stay. It, it can be something that's worked out and worked on, and God can definitely heal it. Of course, like I said, you have to do the practical things, which is you know being transparent, you know renewing the trust, forgiveness, all these kind of things. You have to you have to do what you have to do to get back what you what what so, you had. But what do you think causes infidelity, or causes a man or woman to? Step out. I mean, is infidelity always um, physical? Mm -mm. Infidelity is mostly, again, going back to selfishness. What I want, I ain't getting in here. I'm gonna go here, um, or you did this to me, so I'm gonna do this. So I'm gonna get you back. Yeah, it's it's all. It really boils down to selfishness. You're trying to find something better than whatever that little situation. Usually, it's that situation. If you if you could get to the place and be mentor or coach to say what when we find out what that thing is where the root where is the root now we're going to go in and crush that and this is for unsaved or saved marriage See, the, it don't matter which way it go god founded marriage his design was designed for married i mean unsaved that's what god founded and so once we determine what that root is we crush it and so um this gives me a, a second if we could i'm going to segue um when it comes we have or when we have when coaches uh couples that we coach we have an assessment uh, called the Simmons assessment. Get to that. Well, those are the things that help the deep part. Because a lot of times we trying yeah. to get trying to work yeah. on something that we don't even know what the issue is. Right. Why infidelity was on any part of it, so we don't know. But once we do find out and we determine we're going right. to work on it, we're going to get that thing fixed and we're not going back. Yeah. And another thing that causes infidelity is that y'all not friends. If y'all were friends in the first place, that would never happen. I'm not going to do certain things to my friend because you're my friend. I don't want to so hurt you. I don't want to hurt you, so I'm not going to do that. But so it's it's a, it's different couples, it's different roots of the of the thing. But mostly, it's the baseline or foundation of selfishness and control. So don't forget about the part how we think of preventive wise. Oh yeah, yeah, you can yeah, and this is how you prevent it when you start with coaches from the get go. 
or when just some little things start coming up and you start with coaches, then you, you don't even have to worry about that. Yep. But if you're already in, if it's already happened, then we can know how to pull you out of it. And if you're willing to do the work, work. we can't Somebody pull you out said, of it. Back. Got a question. Somebody, is it y'all explain, explain this to me? Somebody said your marriage may need coaching and not therapy. Yeah, that's exactly what we said. Yeah. That's, that's exactly yeah. what we're saying. Because like, the yeah. first thing when when we having a problem, and, and first thing we said, we, well, we must need counseling. Or we must need therapy. When actually, we need to be coached on yeah. somebody. A lot of times, you ever see when two couples get together and it's a seasoned couple situation, and they tell you their experience of the almost identical, you'd be like, oh, you went through that too. Coaching is, now we're going to coach you, just like when a coach is in a football game or they teach you how to get past the, the defender. And so that's what this is right here. Coaching helps you go play by play past how to get past this situation or this little thing that's holding you up. Just like we were talking about the laundry a minute ago, little, the playbook. We show, coaches show you the playbook. And so, right. yes, we, we, that's what we teach is coaching before anything, then mentoring. But if you, but if we determine a couple needs therapy, we sit, my wife can refer you out to therapy or she'll take you as a separate client that way. Yes. So, so what you, you said something about, um, season couples. So from your point of view, just because you've been married 30, 40, 50 years does not mean that your marriage is healthy. No. Someone can Somebody has been married for like uh, 31 years or yeah. 12 years oh, or yeah. 15 years and not have the issues that a person has been married for 30, right. 50 we don't, we don't want to subtract exactly. because somebody's been married 10 years or 12 years or 15 years that they're not as seasoned with, with their season in areas that, that that might help some other marriage, especially if they've already conquered away or they never even had to go down, down that right. road. And, and we have a part that we've been trained as well about mentoring, where it can be a couple that as long as they meet three criteria, mm -hmm. they can mentor it five years into marriage. You can mentor a couple two years into marriage. If But, but when we start talking about getting into expertise and stuff like that. Then we go with longevity. Right. We go with education backgrounds and stuff like that. But man, every couple can that's that's successful in their, in their marriage. They can yeah. coach another, can help another couple. Yeah. Right. I say a lot of times, you know, talking about that couple stuff, uh, mm -hmm. it's not about how many years you've been together. It's what exactly. you accomplished through those years. Because you got to look at this yeah. uh, from perspectives where y'all said in y'all marriage, y'all was mad at each other and y'all didn't speak for seven days. Mm -hmm. So you could be married for 20, 30, 40 years and just be existing in the marriage just for the kids. Yeah. yeah. But, but y'all sleeping in separate bedrooms. So it don't matter how many years you're there, it's what you uh what you have been accomplished right. in those years that you're together. And you have to make sure you determine good. I'm sorry. Um what I was gonna say was the seasoning is not about the years, because that's why I say you just took the words right out of my mind. It's not about the years, it's about what you have in that time that you've been there. Yes, it's, yes. It's, 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 you know, it's the love and the support and all the stuff that comes with a good marriage. So it's not, so when you say, oh, that's a seasoned couple. Oh, how long have they been married? Oh, they've been married 10 years. How are they seasoned? Because we have that mentality that seasoning it goes with a number ages, years. yeah. Yeah, that's good. So that's we feel like we, we do the, the natural, we think somebody that's uh, 15 can't teach us something, but I got an 11 year old daughter to teach us something on a regular basis, <laughs> and so and that's it. And I'm using that so and then, but we don't want to discredit a 25 year marriage either. But there's more, they've crossed more more bridges and things like that. But don't ever uh, take from 
a couple that's been married five or ten years. When you're when you in that thing that you we agreeing that we're gonna see each other through, that we're gonna lean into each other's strengths and yeah. and we're gonna help each other through weaknesses. That's what other couples are watching. We had to learn a long time ago. And um, Sister Trish, you can uh, uh, give a confirmation to this. We had only been married five years in our young ministry, and and the pastor came to us and said, "Y'all gonna be the leaders of the of the married ministry." Mm -hmm. the do you understand? Me and her, we having issues every other day. Sometimes we can't get back. <laughs> but then, but but what we learned in a prophetic word years later that God will use couples like us to do the work of the ministry as He's perfecting them. That's what. That's why they talk about David the way that he did. David, man, you ever wonder? David had some different types. He was falling short so many times. But every time you read about him, it says he was after God's own heart. It's yeah. so. It's about that he wants people that's that, that's willing but if you got it all worked out that's the same thing that's why people don't come to christ half the time because if you got if you wait until you get it all worked out if i don't if i got married only when i got it all worked out no right. we're still right. only 31 years in it we're still god is still showing us things about each other and we're still we're y'all listen to me we're in love at 31 years and we're still learning we're still just now getting to some of the parts that we we parented out all of our 20s so and all of our 30s and now we're, we're learning the part about me and her dating missing some of the date time that we had and some of the things that made her laugh and, and things like that so we always learning each other and that's where we're getting more seasoning more salt and pepper on us <laughs> and i think it's good um you know you all are an excellent example for your children Thank because you. when there are children in the home and they have, you know, the parents are there and the parents are not exemplifying the love and, you know, the way a marriage should look or be. Right. I think it can uh, damage children. Come on. Right. In the, yeah. You know, in their future relationships. Yeah. So it's very you important. About the you, got children. Someone, you got someone here, uh, you know, my uh, San Diego. Mm, praise the Lord. Marino. 43 years. Still in the same bed. He's a girl. Don't you know uh, Senior yeah. Chief Marino? I used to work with Senior Chief Marino. Yeah, I think I do. I think I yeah, do. He was in the Navy and uh, he was our supervisor. Oh, gosh, when I, gosh, years ago. Hey, Chief Marino, Senior Chief. He was retired now. <laughs> And what you were saying, Trish, the, the kids see it and sometimes you don't know that they're picking up on these things when when you, when it's a good marriage, they're picking up, they can pick it up when it's bad too, until later on. I'll give you a quick example. Uh, my daughter and I share the same birthday, my oldest daughter, and we all went together. Uh, my husband and her husband surprised us, and we all got together at an Airbnb um, in Outer Banks. And we shared this house, and one of the rooms had uh, twin beds. And uh -huh. I said, "Well, I said, well, me and Dad will take that room. It's fine. You know, she's she's a newlywed, so I gave, we gave her the other room and the boys. They had the big room. And when I turned around, she called her little sister, and she said, "Come on, sis, let's go fix this bed." When I came in that room. They have pushed the bed together. And she's like, there's no on. way that my parents are going to sleep in separate Come beds. on. She had pushed the bed. Yes. Somebody <laughs> that. Yes, ma'am. She, she went in there and she pushed them beds together. And I looked, I was like, 
Thank you, honey. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And, and, and it's like that now. My 11-year-old, I noticed last night, I just came down downstairs on the couch for a minute to watch TV, and she came down there to get something out of it. She said, why are you laying on the couch? I said, I just want to catch the sports. And mom was going to sleep because they're not used to us being in separate rooms. They were together. The other one, when you mentioned children, I wanted to mention some years ago, and this wasn't maybe five, six years ago, uh, my wife and I just had about a day that we were just having our little moments and turning away from each other. And I mean, y'all need to hear that they, they still come up in marriage. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And only one day had gone by, and my youngest son, uh, we both come somehow met in the kitchen, <coughs> excuse me, where he was. He said, Dad, he did me like this. He said, something you want to say to Mom? <laughs> now, he don't know nothing. We haven't yelled or anything. And I was said, that Ray No, that was Ryan. Ooh, so, okay. And he says, something you want to say to Dad? And I couldn't even argue. I said, I'm sorry, babe. So now my wife, she could have beat on her chest right then. I think she was in the spirit, beating on her chest. And then he says, <laughs> and he says, and then as we get ready to walk, he says, and mom, don't you have something you want to say to dad? Wow. My wife, how you responded to that, babe? I looked at him. I was like, okay. And I, you know, and I apologize. And we was fine. But just having him there, just like, uh-uh, this, yeah. this, this, this don't feel this right. This don't feel right. He didn't say y'all accountable. Yeah, he, he was. telling us accountable. Yeah. He still do. And we apologize. He still does right now because they've seen that in their in their whole life growing up that we had to be parents that and we're gonna be in love. We're just not gonna be there just to be their parents. We're gonna really be showing in love in this place. Yeah, and like Marino said, the kids are gone. When the kids are gone, if you're in if you're in marriage just for the kids, what's gonna happen when they leave? You're gonna be this thing. Exactly. You don't know what to do. You don't even know the person that's sitting across from you. So you gotta walk down. You know, working in and I'm going to add to this, and I know my wife probably going to cringe in a minute, but Marino said, 43 years, woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Let me translate that for y'all. He said that crime in the lab is still good. You know what I mean? He said the lab crime is still good. It's what he said when he said, woo-hoo, 31 years, and this woman's still a world. Y'all y'all need to understand what I'm saying. We're still uh -huh. Finding out new things, and so for all y'all young ones out there thinking you get to a certain age and it stops, no, it gets more intense when you get where we are. It gets <laughs> what more do you intense. call her, Dwight? You that's your you queen. She is queen. Ever since I know Dwight, that's all my queen. She is a queen. queen. And I and people, like and people thought it was phony or fake or whatever. I, I really I, Dwight loves him some Angie. <laughs> she is a queen to me, and I've called her queen for probably twenty. Nine of our 31 years, if not 27 of them, somewhere around that's good. And she is a queen. I'm going to treat her like a queen. When I'm falling short, I'm going I'm to lift up to try to treat her more like a queen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today, The Call of a Mentor. If you'd like to leave a positive comment or if you'd like to be on our show, please give us a call at 757 737 8714, or you can drop us a text message. You can also email us at communityservant85 at yahoo.com. We look forward to hearing from you. The Call of a Mentor is a production of Marriage Map Ministries and EOVBAA in association with Overwhelming Victory Radio. Our executive producers are Dwight and Angela McDowell and Dr. Greg Linville, with Andrew Fouts as our associate producer. To find out more about Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to any of our sister podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org.